Dude, I am super stoked and appreciative of the fact that you're even giving me and us the time of day. Super stoked. No, man. So. I, I think like I can say like the same. Like uh, when when something is for 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 the reasons and the, the purpose that you guys do it, it's just like uh, I'm honored to be even to be a part of it, bro. Thank you, thank you. So, all right, man. So, I'm gonna just give a little a little background i don't know uh if many of you know who tiago tiago magro did i say that right is it magro that yeah that's perfect all you right said it perfect. tiago magro all right he's that's he's it. i have to say this he is a next door neighbor to me for those of you that know me and for those of you that don't i i was born in argentina and tell everybody where you're from i'm from brazil all right really next Really next door. Right, like <laughs> literally next door. But here is the question of the hour. Uh, for Let's those go. listening, you know that I drink mate, and you see me drinking mate on video. All right, question of the hour. Do you drink mate? I drink a lot of green tea, but not mate. Oh, dude, you know what? We're going to hang up right now. That's the end of the interview. I'm so sorry, sorry bro. Ah, it's all good. Lie. It's all good. It's all I good. Could, right? could, you know, uh, part of me saying, Say you drink mate. I did. <laughs> I did drink it before a lot of mate in Brazil, the south part of Brazil. But I, I'm a, like a, a tea fan too, so it's like I'm a, I'm Korean, like a influenced tea drinker. That's so good, man. Green tea's I'm, I'm good. All, I'm all about the green tea. All right, so so they're I guess they're in the they're kind of in the same family. So we'll let you slide on this one. We'll let you slide. But I will Thank say you. this much: uh, the the yerba mate that I get. Um, I get it at a, a place here in Southern California called Sprouts. I'm sure there's other Sprouts. I don't know if there are or not. But it's actually Brazilian yerba mate. And I have to say, I've tried a lot from Argentina. But hands down, dude, this is the best one. It's the best one. So you guys That's done awesome. good down up in Brazil. Because we're down in Argentina. You guys are up in Brazil. But all right. So. Let's get crack a lacking because I know your time's, uh, you know, your time's limited. So what do we, we are on a three hour time difference, right? Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So it is. Yeah. Go, go ahead. So it's eight o'clock. It's eight o'clock right here. 8 p.m. So it should be there for you. Five o'clock. Five o seven. Yeah. That's we it. are at five o seven recording this. So super stoked again. Tiago Magro is an amazing artist. Um, he's done all kinds of installations. Uh, so where I heard of Tiago was through my very first interview with the amazing one and only British DJ, Andy Hunter. You know Andy, right? Andy. Dude, amazing. Shout out to Andy Hunter. Andy. Yeah. Love you, bro. The dude's legit. I mean, legit. Not only his music, but his heart is in the right place, man. So it is. That's what makes the music all the better. And henceforth, we're here today with Tiago, amazing artist. But look, like I said, in uh, some of the questions I sent him, I said, look, man, I, it's it's painstakingly a lot of work to to do the research and to look into and do all these write-ups. I have Tiago with us. I'm going to let you do the intro. So tell us a bit about yourself, where you're from. Tell us a little bit about what you do, and then we'll just jump from there. But before we go, how about we open up in a word of prayer? Amen. Let's do it. Let's do it. Lord, we come before you, and we thank you for this time. Thank you for the opportunity, Father God, to showcase you 
through the crafts and the talents that you've given each one of us to share the kingdom of God, Father God, and share that message of hope and salvation with those around us. Bless this time, Father. Keep us, Lord, during these times, and that we would use these times as a way to witness to those around us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Cool, amen. brother. Take it away. Yes. So my name is, uh, as I would say, Tiago Magro. Um, I'm a Brazilian-born resident in Miami, South Florida in general. Um, man, it's just... It's funny because I know it's kind of like weird to just putting this to a question now or kind of like introducing myself through this. So I had a class this morning. I was able to talk to speak to a, a class of like 47 students of art nice. that is doing classes through Zoom. And it's funny because I had to introduce myself uh, and then just brought me back a lot of parts on this introduction that I did with the kids that made me realize, you know, like within art and who I am, uh, even though I was answered this. So it kind of like brought me back to answer this back again. It's just saying, you know, like born and raised, you know, since like uh, 15, 16 years old in Brazil. I grew up um, on a family that that is the typical Brazilian, you know, are you going to be mm -hmm. a, a doctor? Are you going to school? Right. Are you going to be... Or you're going to be a soccer player, right? So <laughs> That's right. Uh, <laughs> yep. So I grew up in a type of environment, and I felt my calling was different. I was very oriented through art since very young age. Very, like, in elementary school, I felt the calling for art. I felt the passion. I looked at anything that was visual. It kind of, like, sparked me something completely different than every kid around me. Right. I always had this thing like, man, I want to do art. You know, art is my passion. Yeah. And always was kind of like the thing that I want to do it. So it's art has been since the beginning. I'm a full-time artist now. So I believe it started when I was like a little kid that I today, um, you know, I'm older and just be able to be a full-time artist. I think that's like just a blessing from God. So this is like a little bit of me. Um, um, I used to love I know it's kind of weird, but like I still love to play soccer too. So <laughs> you better, uh, dude. You're South American. You've got exactly. to exactly. So that is my introduction, like how art start and why I had the passion about art. I came to find uh, my experience with God not long time ago. The true experience with God happened, like to be honest, like in seven, eight years ago. Nice. Um, through art, you know. So I felt are always being a journey, a part of my journey in the multiple levels of story of my life. Not only that was my passion, but also the way that I could uh, understand the creator and the one that gave me the gift and make the reason why I'm here today. Amen. So, man. you know, like right now, father, I'm giving like the whole set up. Like I'm father of two amazing boys, nice. wife, uh, 16 years married, you know, um, 17, going to 17. Wow. So, that's my whole introduction, like, in, in a little bit, is all Tiago right there in one, so, like, one shot, you know? So, let me ask you a question. So, are you self-taught, or did you actually go study art? So, I self-taught myself. Cool. Like, I self-taught. Okay. Right now, myself. Like, I self-taught. I, I was always curious about art. So, I never... So, I'm giving, like, a little update. Like, so, growing up in school... I didn't like to go to regular school. So to me, I want to get in trouble. So they'll kick, it, kick me out of the class. So <laughs> I couldn't go. Seriously, I couldn't go to an art class 
and ask for the permission so I could have detention in an art class. <laughs> so to me, yeah. So to me, I just want to do art all day, you know? So um, saying all this, it's kind of like I learned it from schooling, yeah. but also, you know, like from seeing it, living the street, living around me things the, the, that, that influenced me, like kind of like giving like influence and like a motivation me to continue doing what I do when it comes to art. I, as like uh, me, when I came to us, yeah. Um, how old were you? Had, how old were you when you came I, here? I was, I was, I was like 17, 16, teenager. 17, yeah. teenager. Yeah. I, I did the last year high school here cool uh and basically i did a whole year english because i had to i didn't know english like that and okay. i had to do it so my last year senior year was pretty much english and a couple classes of course art class but my family came in and we all living together and unfortunately i didn't have an option of going to a college yeah. i didn't have funds for a college yeah. i didn't have enough I didn't have enough grades for college because I was like a ESO, like you know, like I was a, 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 a like a ESO classy student, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. No, totally. So to me, it was just like a struggle. Even I could, I had to spend so much money for a, to get my associates or to to kind of like start from the beginning, you know, college career. Yep. And back then, when we all here, we had a really bad situation. We all immigrants, and. The only thing I remember my dad is telling me it was like Tiago, unfortunately we're not gonna be able to fund your school. Yeah. But you're gonna have to work it, uh, and supply for the family because we all, you know, in that situation, you know. Hey. So that was my experience of schooling. I could not go to school. I went straight for working, you know. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in here because I can relate to that. Obviously, we come from Argentina, and so I know the plight of the immigrant family, man. I know how that yeah. is. Um, you know, I worked full time and went to college at the same time. And so, um, it's, I, I totally get you, dude. I re I can remember growing up and, uh, when we first came to the States, we all lived in a one bedroom apartment cause you do what you have to do. Right. Exactly. And so I could totally relate. I remember also, um, you know, working, helping my mom and my dad at, at certain points, you know, just to make ends meet, cleaning clinics or painting apartments, whatever had to get done, had to get done. But God is faithful. God is totally Amen. faithful, man. I, I didn't mean and to interrupt. So no, no, no. But that's what exactly what I felt, you know, and it's funny because art was always there. And I remember saying, you know what, God, I just gonna I had to obey my family, you know, like that time I just want to more help my family yeah. because they literally just got, they just started living here from Brazil. Right. Uh, my, my daddy lost pretty much everything in Brazil and we, we has to almost like being forced to move to here. And uh, that time I was just, you know, studying and, but we had to stay it. Yeah. Um, and we had to work and I, I don't think college was an option that time. Yeah. So I became very frustrated and, and, Kind of like, you know what, man? Like, I wish I could do art. You know, like I tell kids in these days, man, if you have a chance to go to, to college, please do. Absolutely. You know, because it, it's like one of those things, like one of those regrets that I have that I feel like, man, I wish I could have a, a, a different mentality or a different drive in me that I could work and do art, you know? Right. And, or, you, and go to school. Isn't it so, cool? Isn't it cool, though? And, and 
I'm, I'm going to have to apologize. I have this nasty uh, South American tendency of interrupting people a lot. No, it's all good. I like this. Yeah, so. I like um, this. But the cool thing is, though, like, look at, right, God doesn't give us eyes in the back of our head, even though I could, um, I agree with you, because, you know, we we all look back and go, man, you know, if I would have done this, this, and this, I would have saved myself a lot of heartache, or I would be, you know, maybe farther in life, right? But do you think that your art would be different now if things, if, say, you would have gone to college, right? Because in college, you have a tendency, they teach you a lot of theory and a lot of color theory and a lot of um, not so much the pra practical aspect of art. Am I True. right? So True. do you think your art might look different had you gone to college? I, to be honest, like I, I really don't think so. Okay. I, I, I think um, for my, because what happened is life became my college. Okay. Right. So to my art, what I express it, what, and when I put it on a canvas or in a surface or in a design or in a, and whatever I'm working on as a creative, I feel that it's bigger than college. Right. Right. It's bigger than our controlling of knowledge. Right. I feel is our our ultimate purpose within the gift that God gave us. Yeah. Right. So I think like uh, college could be. Uh, a route that I could have changed a different type of connections mm -hmm. that made it easier through the route or through the journey. Right. But um, I'll say that my art, it is art now because is is everything happens for a reason. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. And God always in control of it. Yeah. And when you give it completely and understand completely that He is the one that owns that gift that we just um, being a, a steward to carry these gifts. So be able to be a vessel to to bless others. So I feel in that matter, uh, God planned all this since the beginning. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. So I, I, I kind of see like that. But I'm saying in a perspective like, yeah, man, if you have a chance to go to college, please do. 100 you know? percent. Like if the doors are open for you in in a, in in, a, in an amazing way, don't base your story to others' stories, right. make your own story. Absolutely, you know. So I think that's what happened to me when I was growing up, and it gave me this hungerness, right? It gave yeah. me this desire of I didn't have money to buy canvas, I didn't have money to buy um, a brush that I really saw in a video. I saw artists carrying, yeah. I saw artists doing it. I didn't have that money because my money is straight up to pay the bills at yeah, home. Yeah, to, to live, yeah, to be able to live, man. To live, to live. Yeah. So I use it a lot of recycled cardboard, uh, notebooks, cheap notebooks from from a dollar store. That time was like an acre that was to buy like on sale, like yeah. a bunch of like a notebooks that they throwing away. Um, I used to clean a supermarket. I'm not going to lie. I, I used to go to the back and they used to throw like a half a magazine. Oh, yeah, dude. So, so they throw because one page was ripped. And they threw them away. Yeah. I took all the recycled stuff and bring it home. And I remember, like, people, like, you know, like, what, what, you know, like, what are you doing? Like, my parents, like, what are you doing? Like, oh, no, 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 this is my art. Let me focus and let me, you know, sketch yeah. it. Let me, let me adventure this. Let me express my art, you know? Yeah. And see here, here, I guess maybe that's, uh, that's a perfect segue or kind of relates to what I was saying was, had you gone, let's say you gone to college, right? And you become, 
uh, a staple in a lot of the art galleries. And, you know, you have money. You can afford canvases. And so I think the situation you were in, right, the school of hard knocks oftentimes will teach us things and it'll it'll shape um, us as artists, as creatives, right? And in this case, uh, the cool thing was was that your lack of money, right, led you, I don't know, it, it seems like it really led you to have this really, really amazing and unique style, right? I I have to agree. I, I see it now. I really care about materials in general. Mm-hmm. Like, um, so one of the process that I still do it until till today, and I think a lot of the things is still today in part of my process, is actually ripping posters from the street. Mm-hmm. You know, posters of like a music event, or a commercial for a new cell phone or elements that is in the street right now on billboards or yeah. in, in wood post no bill areas. I, I literally take those, those elements and apply on my canvas right now. Yeah. And, and it's like almost like I constantly remind me of like, this is my media. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. And you know what your, uh, your pieces now I'm just talking just from what I've seen you, you infuse, um, history right you infuse part of the community into it and so they're almost like these timeless pieces where if you look real close you can see tidbits of history and tidbits of events right all throughout your artwork yeah so pretty much like my style i i have a lot of influence from the american pop art from abstracts to collages and uh um street art yeah and this is the techniques that i i base very got influenced by it and okay from from that angle i like to use a lot of uh, collage mm-hmm. uh, street art in it and abstract because the freedom of the strokes of like the the strokes of your brushes i like that freedom of feeling you know and from that i, I added all that in one piece and then the collage particularly collage to me represent phases of life yeah collage you keep it added on different elements as collage that represent phases of life you never lost you never lose a phase of your life one thing that you do is you learn something from the phase yeah or you gain something or you lose something and you're always gonna have that in your life right and for you to go to the next phase of life you're gonna apply on a different layer of it so that's why comes the colors that I use, the, 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 the strokes of like a real paint that it shows uh, the motion of what God is and God is working within those phases of life. Amen, so man. that represents the strokes of the paint that I have it. The colors represent to me is basically colors represent souls. We all different contrasts. Mm-hmm. We all different colors. We all different ideals with all different backgrounds colors have this value of blending as human is right, right. human has the, the the blending factor in it that we can create humanity through like blending on a on a culture level but also like on this so that the colors represent to me my main like i have a lot of like designs so one the main word that i use that is pretty much my tag in the street yeah. or something that I tag everywhere would be the heart with the wings and the axis. 
And the, the word amor, that means in Portuguese love. Uh, I think love is the only thing that changed everything. I don't yeah. know if it makes sense. No, 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 love it makes is, sense. Absolutely. It, love is the thing that kind of like anybody can relate to love. Even though if you don't love, you still understand love. So it's like one of those things, like the, it's the only weapon that nothing can go against it. And, and I, I think I'm going to jump, refer, I'm gonna yeah, jump no, no, in go ahead. just real quick here and say that obviously love really is the is, is the gospel is summed up in love. Right. That Jesus Christ, God loves us so much. He sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for us. I mean, what more love, you know, what better representation of love than Jesus Christ willingly giving his life on the cross for us. It's, it's pretty much the ultimate representation of love is that God gave us is his own son mm -hmm. and the freedom that we have today to express it yeah. the way we're expressing and it's still sharing the gospel. And I feel that's what I use the heart with the wings. That is the grace is the freedom that we have it, that Jesus did it all for us. Yeah. So don't, don't take this like lightly, you know, like this is the one shot that we have and we got to continue on and, and spreading this and, and make sure that love will conquer all. Right. Amen. So man. I think that's the, that's the, the, the whole ultimate, like part of my, my style and the, pretty much like, a, like kind of like a sums up, like everything that like, like, you know what my art is and the representation that I have in different techniques in there right. is on one. I use a lot of blue tape. You know, I have, it's funny because a lot of people ask me once in a while. I don't use it all. I use a lot of installations and different setups that I use. Um, I use tapes. Tapes in general to me, like especially the blue tape, it represents a quick fix. As humans, we tend to do a quick fix yeah. instead of like a permanent fix. True that. And that tape, it reminds me of like we need a permanent fix that is Jesus. Amen, right? man. And then through that fix... Uh, everything else is going to be, that collage is going to be a permanent collage that God is going to come and uh, do his, per, like kind of like a, give you the purpose that he has, you know, and he's going to continue uh, doing God's calling in your life. You yeah. know? So that's like a basic what Tiago Magro art is like in, in, a, in short version of it, you know. No, that's cool because, I mean, think about it, right? Our 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 life is, is a it's a type of artwork right in the hands of the creator in the hands of the Lord. And, um, prayerfully our life, um, gives God the glory. Cause when we look at a painting, right, we think behind that painting, there's an artist. And hopefully that, you know, when you look at different fine artists or street artists, uh, they have a style, a unique style. And you can automatically say, Oh, you know, that's, uh, you know, that's a Van Gogh or, you know, yeah, that was Shepard Fairey that that did that wall, that mural over there. And and you can you can uh, recognize the artist by their artwork. And so prayerfully, our life also is a reflection, right, of of Jesus Christ reflecting Amen. our creator. Right. So Amen. perfect segue. Um, I'm a big fan of the movie Nacho Libre. And uh, there is a quote in there, and he says, all right, let's get down to the nitty-gritty. All right, so we're going to get down to the nitty-gritty. Okay, so I want to know um, how – where were you? So how was it that you um, came to know the Lord? What circumstances or what led you to surrender your life to, to Jesus? Yes, so I felt 
um, Christ, you know, God and Bible was a religion to me. Okay. It was something that I was very distant, mm-hmm. was very, I grew up um, Catholic, so nothing nothing against catholics i'm not i don't no, want to no, make no, sure you. this is not like a catholic thing no 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 it's but i i i felt i didn't even take serious you know being catholic right to be yeah. catholic it was a tradition mm-hmm, was mm-hmm. a format of like oh my dad was so i have to be it right so it was not a, a relationship it was not a i encounter it was not a like a a, a real experience or real uh, feeling of it. it was just more like hey here you go tradition it right i married to a, a wife uh, i'm married to a, my wife that is a pastor's daughter nice. a pk a pk uh, a, a pk bro and i actually got saved because her kind of in a way very cool. but i was not really saved for tiago so i was saved because the her family was you know the pastors the 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 assembly of god and i was like you know what i'm just you know just doing my my daily as a husband let's go to church let's do this church thing yeah let's be this and so but i never felt an encounter with god that would change my life unbeknownst to you god was working (laughs) true truly yeah you know and it's funny because it ended up in that kind of pattern so to me, it was like, all right, just, I guess, you know, God is, is real, you know, but I never, I want, like, I never faced like a trial in life that I felt, I mean, the normal thing in life, you know, struggling to, to make it, to make uh, right. art or to live in, that's the struggle, normal struggle. Right. Um, but I encounter, so in a mix of this, a lot of people don't know this. So I used to do a lot of music. I used to do, um, different involved with different bands nice. so i was I, yeah so like long story short i don't like to even like say so much this stuff because mom bring like, it bring it dude nah man so <laughs> i i used to get into like a hardcore band i was a part of a hardcore band uh we tour us then i was part of like a hip-hop band because i was like the the sampler dj slash like keyboard player oh, okay i so I did this whole thing. My wife was into music. Nice. My brother-in-law was into music. Her whole family is very into music. So we finally officially got a band together. Um, but we went to a different route. We went to polka. Uh, you guys did polka music, right? Straight up country. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, country music. Country Hello? music. Yeah. But even though I love country too. So I like all music. That's anyway, cool. <clears throat> so we actually... Ended up like going to a route as Christians. We didn't became a Christian band. We right. didn't we didn't apply God in our our, our mission. Okay. We didn't apply God in our our goals. Mm-hmm. So we became like a, a a regular band in the U.S. doing the whole band thing. And I started losing myself. I think I started losing focus about who I was in God. Right. Who my relationship with God was. I started losing pretty much focus about life i started like living the moment mm. being in a moment yeah. that i literally got to the point that we like seven years deep in a band signed moved in new york um and i got lost i lost completely um control of like uh, 
control it and, and even of of the things that I, I was addicted to it. Like what? Um, do you, if you if you don't mind, dude, I'm I'm you know. No 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 no. I was very alcoholic. Okay. I became alcoholic because the music scene to me yeah. was heavy, and I became alcoholic to the okay. point that I could not functioning in functioning in normally if I was not having half of a bottle of like Jack, right? Yeah. So to me, it was like the daily, you know, like you have a breakfast, it's got to have my Jack or a wild turkey. Yeah, I got to hit the bottle. I hit the bottle and I just, I got to go to back to normal, right? Yeah. And in a mix of that, you get lost so deep to oh, the yeah. point that you lost your soul. You know, when people say like, you lose your soul, I really lost my soul. I, I was just like a, I was like a follower. I kind of gave up in art, you know, in a mix of all this. Right. I started losing control like even the gift that god gave me i could not recognize myself like what i really want to do for the rest of my life i kind of i completely shut down I, yeah. I completely lost it i i it's like one of those things i think that you know the devil will throw you a bait you know and, and give you line yeah absolutely. and i think like uh five years before all this i think i i took that bait now not really taking serious God relationship. And I took that bay and devil just gave me the line. And I got so, so far from that line that it was whole hard to get that hook out of my mouth. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and kind of like when I saw myself in, I lost family. I lost friends. I lost the band. I lost art. I lost my wife. I lost um, pretty much everything that I, 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 I thought I, that was important to so me. So you hit, you hit rock bottom. I, I hit rock bottom. Yeah. And I remember, and I think like my encounter that I remember till today was, I think that's the difference between you. When you ask people, like, when was your encounter with God? Yeah. I think we need to remember, like, man, my encounter with God was, I remember and I feel it. And uh, I, I like, every time I bring it back, this, I'm not often bringing this back, like this, this moment. When I bring it, it brings me back to that moment. Yeah. You know? And it was crazy to see it that when I was there, you know, I felt everything was uh, the only thing I keep remember. Like I was in the basement trying to paint, you know, and trying to paint uh, my art, you know, because that's the only thing I think like that was like saving me that time. I was like, you know, let me let me go to the basement because I had like a little art studio in there. I'm in the bed. Nobody cares. I'm going to start painting. And I was painting that that time and i remember our guitar player that used to live with us in new york in the basement i was in a basement the guitar player was on the first floor and he keep it playing like uh, how god loves us you know like yeah he loves us how he loves and he keep it doing the same chorus over and over again and that came <laughs> like hit my heart so heavy god keep saying tiago i love you i Man. love when you're in the first i love you when you don't care i love you the most when you had the worst and and like those words keep it like just pounding me Amen. and i could not stop painting and i felt this way was out of me to understand that priority is god what Amen. god wants for my life and i felt i needed that i felt i need that moment with god yeah and i literally that will separate my relationship with god you know in a long story short that was the moment that I felt I encountered a real God and I need to change this 360. Amen. amen. And it, the, the cool thing is, is that God is gracious, right? And he's so loving that he he reaches out to us at our worst moments, right? 
And as I hear your story, I obviously I could, uh, it's like, that's the way the enemy has a tendency of working. It gives you, gives you, gives you, you know, popularity, fame, whatever it is. And then, but really essentially what it's doing is it's keeping you from, he's trying to keep you from coming to, you know, to, to the Lord, surrendering your life to the Lord and following your calling to the Lord and to reach other people. Yeah. So it got to the point that I like, you know what? I need to get back my family. I need to get back my wife. I need to get back. I need to restructure. And that's when it hits me. Like, you know, God said, listen, I put your gift since a kid, you know, since you remember from elementary school. Uh-huh. You know, I re- like remember the gift that I gave it to you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to give that gift so you can spread my love. Amen. You know, I'm going to give you that gift so you can spread my anointing, yeah. my joy. What it really matters is the message behind the art. Amen. Man. And when it, it stick to that point that I'm like, I'm responsible now as a pastor or anybody that is in ministry to go out there and bring a message. You're responsible for for people's life. Absolutely. So I think that's that's when it clicks me. I was like, man, I have something here. I know art is it. So that I think that was like seven, eight years ago. OK, it Which- hits hard. How old were you? His, Around how old were you? I was, oh my God. So I'm like, I'm 40, 42 now. So seven years ago nice. was 30, 35, 36. Praise God, man. 30, yeah. So um, that's when it happens. 35 years old. That's what the encounter that I had. And, and from that angle, it was just like, you know, like everything started happening as far as like, naturally it's flowing from god and god's opening the doors and closing the doors and right. god renewing and restoring i think that's what god does you know like what he got destroyed in in seven and in, in ten years god bring it back in three four years you know yeah he so restores with the locust eat right bro it's like completely like brought it all back all to for his glory you know like to use for his glory and Amen. and you know have after that had a two boy like two boys that got born through <laughs> this whole like restoration you know, back to my wife, you know, restore our marriage, Praise God. restore my business, restore like what art is for me. So, yeah, that's my whole little experience with God, how I, I, I met Jesus, you know, how I, I encounter the experience with Jesus. So you're um, you just did a, a pretty big I mean, it is to me, it's massive, dude. I, I could, <laughs> you know, I, I had a question here that um, I wrote down. I didn't send it to you, but. A lot of times when I, you know, start a new document, right? So, so my artwork mainly is on the computer. I do some, you know, some um, hand-drawn stuff. But, dude, I get a piece of paper, you know, or a, a blank document. A lot of times I see a challenge. Do you see, when you see, like, such a large installation, what do you see? Do you see, like, opportunity? Do you see challenge? Do you see both? How does that work? I mean, how do you, how do you encompass that? I think the first thing that I see is opportunity. I think I see it. Uh, um, I think it's funny because I never see a big wall or a big project to scare me initially. Right. It's funny because the project or the wall or whatever I'm painting is scare me in the process hmm. that I'm in it. Right. It's not that it scares me kind of like saying like, oh, I'm never going to be finished or nothing like that. It's more like. Oh man, I'm really in it now. 
You got to finish it. Yeah. It's the same thing. You know, it's the same thing when Jesus said, like, come and walk, come through, like, come to me. Yeah. In the middle of the storm. And, like, when you get the opportunity, like Peter did, right? It's like, man, I'm here, Jesus. I'm, I'm walking to you. And when you, you in it, you're like, man, I'm, I'm sinking. You yeah. know? Yeah. Kind of like yeah. in a creative process, right? Like, yeah. it's creative. And all these things come to our mind, right? Like, when initially I see something like that, that big, it was like 3,000 square feet to paint, right? I, I literally look at it. And I felt, man, I love this. God, give me strength. Give me a strategy. Give me knowledge. I, I'm with it. I say yes. Yeah. God, you got this. And then when I'm like in the middle of it, like three days going hard on it, you start doubting yourself. You start <laughs> doubting because you start giving your ears or your flesh yeah. to what is happening around you, right? Yeah, absolutely. So the distraction around you. And I think that's one is kind of like to me that's the process. So it start like getting to the part of like you start getting distracted, you know, like if this R is gonna reach somebody or if this R is good enough, right? If you good enough, like you, you if I'm gonna be able to finish, like you know, like in the same intensity I had, you know, like if this is gonna give results, mm-hmm. uh, if this was like a smart move to to do. So like all this like a uh, flash thoughts, right? Like uh. Oh man, people are gonna think this, or people are gonna think that. I think that's when you need to stop it and go back to the to the table and say, God, this is still yours. Yeah, it's not mine. And yeah. I think that's what, because when God gave you opportunity, that's why I see everything as opportunity. When something come in my way, I say, you know what? God brought me this to this opportunity, so I see it as opportunity. Yeah. But when I take the opportunity, it's almost like you doubting God that that was His opportunity. So then that's why you become little easy on hearing more the doubting right the right. negativity yeah and when you gain a zone you need to get out of there fast as creative and i think that's why when people ask me the majority of the question i have in different meetings and different kind of like uh interviews and uh panels and stuff do you have like a creative blockage right people oh man you create a blockage i yeah. i do i don't i don't have it i don't have it. it's not the fact that like i'm different than everybody else because I don't give in on the blockage. Right. I don't give in on that, that, that pattern of like, you know what, I'm tired. That means your body starts so rested, then you fresh again with the top process, yeah. right? Yeah. So like you do, you need to do little elements that always you keep it, your mind creative, right? So I right. have different rituals as artists to keep my mind 100% all the time as far as in a healthy way. Not like, I had to stay like four nights not sleeping. For sure, you're gonna have a blockage. Absolutely, because your mind, yeah, your mind is tired. Totally, right? man. Yeah. So I think like those elements, like let's keep it, take care of yourself, and you're gonna have that clear of creativity coming your way. Yeah. You know. So I think that's what happened in the process. I think that's the hardest part. I think that's the the battles. Um, the majority of the battles that we have is pretty much that. It's just like uh, trying to find. Uh, to take care of yourself, you know, yeah. not to give in to negativity, not to give in to what people think, uh, not to give in to what they want, right. you know, by the end of the day, if his dad's got opportunity, so believe it, you're going to go all in with God all days until the end, and God's going to make it happen, so. Amen, man. So That's how I do it. And you know what, there's, there's a whole lot of truth to that, because um, I know I've fallen 
victim to the, hey, what's everybody else going to think? I think one of the reasons why I took so long to just start doing what I know the Lord um, had called me to do, which was this ministry brand called Serpents and Doves, um, was because one of the big factors was, uh, you know, what are people going to think if it's not, you know, top notch? And at the end of the day, you've just got to go, man, God's put this on my heart. God's going to equip me to do it the right way. You know what I mean? And at the end of the day, am I doing this for man or am I doing this for God? You know what I mean? True. And so, we, True. we, yeah, we've got to come to that to that point as believers because I think a lot of the body of Christ is stifled. And um, for whatever reason, whether it's because, hey, you know, so-and-so might think something or, you know, I don't have the right equipment or I don't have this or that. But at the end of the day, you know, we need to really surrender and say, Lord, here I am use me, send me, you know, and so uh, using, utilizing our giftings and our crafts as the body of Christ to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. So, okay. Of course. Yeah. So here's the thing, though. You, th- that installation was huge, and obviously it goes without saying that we're going through, um, God is allowing the world to go through what I like to call a, 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 a pandemic wake-up call to the church. You did this installation during, uh, right, this whole stay-at-home quarantine order. And yeah. you, you almost you literally locked yourself in the art gallery, and people would drop food off at the door for you to eat. So um, how was that time alone? Like, you spent time with—obviously, man, you spent time with the Lord alone, right? You're almost in your own quote-unquote little wilderness, right? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it, did, it, did the Lord meet you there? I mean, was that like, you know, a great experience for you? It was a great experience. It's funny that sometimes you, you expected something from God, and God is, you know, He always going to do His way. Right. And I think I had uh, this idea of spending a lot of great time in, in devotional and and kind of like you know like God you know like my my typical devotion in the morning that was like a given right we do like I do it and I have that time with God but I felt like you know what on top of that I'm gonna take more time with God it's funny because God show up in a different way <laughs> God uh, yeah it's interesting God is saying like you're not doing a revival meeting here right it's it's not like uh, Pentecost is in here yeah what I want you to be alert is to hear my knowledge, to hear, to hear what I have to say to you in the Bible in regards to the things that you're going to put on the wall. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So I had this relationship with God, like almost the storyline. So I divide the gallery in five uh, setups, five different phases that I call creation. Oh, cool. Civilization, blending, identity and purpose. So every session that I was working on, God was like literally talking to me, not in like, you know, the the revival Pentecost's way of God coming in and show up. Holy Spirit comes and right. and hours I'm crying out. It was, it was completely different. I wanted that. Yeah. But God said, no, 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 no. We're going to do a different route this time. We're going to talk about creation. We're going to talk about Adam. We're going to talk about David. We're going to talk about this whole setup, like why man was hiding, right? right? 
why Eve was the way it was. So I think the creation part, like, you know, if you see in person, it makes more sense what I'm saying here. So it's kind of hard. Like, I'm just telling you all the facts, but like, you don't have the visual. So it's kind of hard. So do you, do you have, um, did you take pictures of each one of these sections? So we have large pictures of the sessions and we, right now is in a, in a progress of like taking official pictures right now. We don't have it, Okay. but because it's still, the gallery is still in the, under a process of construction nice. as far as we're trying to open for a public so they can be under the protocols, under the security, like the safety yeah. uh, process, people can come in and visit. Yeah. But so that's what we're trying to do now. But that experience I had with God, it was different than all the experience I had in my creation process was different. Yeah. Isolation, even though like, you know, I want to fast it, you know, like I know it's kind of weird. Like, I want to fast it, but God didn't allow that to happen right. because people, like exactly what you mentioned earlier, people are flourish. Like they just want to be part of it. Yeah. You know, and what God was showing to me is like people want to be part of a, of a movement. Oh, people yeah. Wants, people want to add in their, their potential to help you in something. So you cannot fast in a moment that when people want to give. Right. Right. So I feel like, man, I just had to be it. So I think like it was a great experience with God. I went through all the phases, you know, the the God is speaking through civilization, through the times of Romans, mm-hmm. to Catholics, to like every process that I have included in the walls. I included the whole legacy part of one of the elements, the legacy, and talk about the, our blending cultures, you know, that what is legacy in a mix of all that. Right. Identity kind of almost brought me to the fact that God brought me back to like we we are uh, 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 we we facing a, a problem within our generations mm-hmm. that we losing identity yeah. in Christ. Yeah, we losing identity in God's calling what they were calling us to be. Sometimes if you have a kid and you ask him what he what what you are in God, they don't even know what the answer is. I think a lot of so adults think, a lot of adults don't know how to answer that. Exactly. Like I'm sorry, say kid, but like I'm part of that too. Yeah. You know, so at one point, like one part, like one day in the in in in, in the gallery, I had to ask that myself. Mm-hmm. You know, who I am in God. Like what I'm doing all this for. Yeah. You know, if I, I'm never gonna complete like a check, like you know, I'm never gonna get paid. Should I continue doing this? Right. You know, like so. I think the whole isolation was like a, a, a check reality to me as an artist, and the reason why I'm doing this. That's so, so I cool. Challenged, yeah. I challenge myself to to not gain anything, but to give everything that I had in a three thousand square feet. I know it's like it's weird to say like, yo, Jesus did it all. You know, but I felt it was like really close to Eastern time. Yeah. It was really, it was literally in the week of Eastern. I stayed by myself in Eastern day, you know, and me and God, we, I was able to just reflect what cross was to God. That's cool. You know, Jesus took that walk. I know I couldn't even compare. It's not even 1% of that. But I'm saying like, I compare myself as like the things that we do for Christ, why we do it. And I think that the, the, the we separate us from a lot of people is the why. Right. The why it makes a huge difference. The motives. And I think my, the motives. Yeah. So I think my yeah. art is like what what is the motives of my art? What is the motives why I do art the way I do it? And that it needs to be um, um, to me isolation was my isolation time with God. Yeah. To make a statement to myself as a 
as like a, just like a servant to God. Yeah. And absolutely. say, you know what, God, I'm a servant. You gave me the art for a reason, and I'm gonna continue doing art. Yeah. Because you want me to do this. Yeah, and it's you know it's super super important to make sure that. Um, in whatever we do, whether we are creatives, whether we are, you know, uh, professionals in the sense of engineers or lawyers, whatever it is, missionaries, that our motives for doing what we do are pure before the eyes of the Lord, because it's really easy for us as believers to um, to lose sight, right, of, of what we're doing it, why we're doing it, because at the end of the day, uh, whatever it is we do, whether we eat, whether we sleep, right? We do it yep. all for the glory of God. And that's really the main motivation, the main thrust, the main impetus behind everything that we do as believers. Of course. And the crazy part, too, in the whole process of isolation, I feel it make it separate us um, and myself. You know, like you don't, if he's a soccer player, right? Like we mm -hmm. talked about soccer earlier. Yeah. A soccer player, the best soccer player in the world. No, wait, right? hold on, hold on, hold on. Not soccer, football. Disculpa. <laughs> no, no, football. Football, yeah, football. Football, football. <laughs> like our Brazilian says, like football. Yeah, there you Anyways. go. <laughs> <laughs> so that, you know, like uh, nobody will label him as a soccer or a Christian soccer player or a, a Christian uh, footballista. Yeah. Right? Like uh, it's not such a thing as like saying – you know, like uh, that that soccer player is the best that he can because he's a Christian uh, soccer player. Yeah, it's not such a thing. It's no, 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 no I get it. And, yeah, absolutely. And I feel like with the same thing with me and art is the same thing. I do art because God gave me this, and I gotta do the best that I can to art. It's yeah. not only for Christians, but for everybody. That's and I right. think that's when it comes. Um, that's what I. I think like it comes to this whole thing of like uh, me separating even isolation from others, you know, like we Christians, we need to set the bar, right? Yeah. Not because we Christians, but we cannot settle for, oh, this is good enough for Christians, right? This is good enough for this, or this is good. No, no, no. It's never good enough. We got to go a hundred percent harder for the Lord, just because for the Lord, it's, yeah. regardless if we Christian or not, if he's not, you know what I mean? So, yeah. I felt like isolation came to that as like an art to me. I, I had to do a pivot like saying, you know what? Um, if I'm God gave me this gift as an artist, if I'm an artist, I got to be the best that I can as an artist. That's right. Because I have God in it. Yeah. You know? So Yeah, you bet. You know, I, um, I just talked to uh, a mentor, great friend of mine. His name's uh, Brad Alden. Uh, you guys can check him out on Instagram if you want. But, um, you know, I, I was mentioning to him and I say this, I think, more times than I, I care to say. We, we just got talking similar, you know, about, um, you know, each one of us has a gifting and in, in our craft and whatever area, whether it's in fashion, uh, whether it's in music, it doesn't matter. But oftentimes uh, Christians can use we can use our Christianity as an excuse for mediocrity. Instead Ooh. of us being the other way around, right, as believers in the most creative in the universe, God created, he spoke things to existence, we should be the most creative individuals, Let's right, go. above, above yeah. all else. And oftentimes I find 
that the church happens to be subpar below the world. And it should be the other way around because we serve the God of the universe. I mean, think about that, right? Uh, there's, there's millions of galaxies out there, millions and billions of stars, and the Bible says he knows them all by name. I mean, that's just mind-blowing. And so that's, that's mind-blowing. Yeah, that is. You and, know? It's, and, and I agree with you like a hundred and one thousand percent. To be honest, yeah, because that like that we, we is is no more time for that. No. I feel like us us as a Christians, we need to st st like a you know put a bar in there and say, listen, this is all for all creatives. Yeah, we're never gonna go down. We're just gonna go up, up, and up to the point that uh, the world gonna need us to say, yo. What is just happening? Here, yeah. You know. Yeah. As like a man, as creatives, not yeah. like, you know, like uh, we we can't we can't we can't do this. It's okay. You know, is it, that's good enough or that's okay? You know, right. no, no, we gotta get them into of excellence. Yeah, I, that's, I totally that's not good that. enough. I totally agree. Yeah, okay totally is not is not okay. It's not okay. Yeah. So okay, here's the thing. So we're just gonna kind of uh, shift gears just a bit here because. Obviously, everyone knows that pretty much the whole world's on lockdown. Um, but yes. um, during these times, uh, there is a huge, huge need. Uh, people, people are looking for hope. They're looking for uh, something. They're looking for answers, right? And so, how would how does how would your artwork, right? And especially during these times where people are so looking, how, how do you use your artwork to bring hope and a message of encouragement to, to the world? I, I believe the, the message that I have behind my art is just pure hope because love is the thing that separates of us all. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So I use the elements that I have within my art to bring that hope. And not only through the fact of a visual um, within my art, I'll be able to help different set up of a community of different creatives that can influence others as well. Um, they'll motivate people to just keep on going. Right. So I had this whole thing about art cannot stop literally kind of to help like a movement to help people to understand, like it's not that art cannot stop. We as creatives cannot stop. Yeah. We need to continue speaking life to people. We need to continue speaking life to the situation. We need to keep speaking life, right? Like speaking life to the creators and the people that need that. I think that's when the hope is in there. Yeah. You know, from an image that probably you're having all the negativity through the day. And when you see a, a visual in your phone or visual on your wallpaper or visual that somebody sent it to you, a visual can change your eyes of interpreting something that will switch your mind of it. Absolutely. And behind that, I think, is the spirit that is in us that creating those elements that will create the spirit in them to see a God's hope in this whole process. Amen. So, Amen. so I think that's what basic is, you know, like Tiago, but you're not a doctor. You cannot even save a person. I agree. But the only thing I can do as an art, I can influence their mind of looking something that God is already in, in behind in all this message that hope is, is there. Yeah. Joy is there. Peace is there. Cause when I painting something, 
I'm speaking life to the painting. Yeah. Because that's my spirit in me. My hands using that. So I'm literally praying over the canvas. I'm mm -hmm. like worshiping God. So when people see that image, it goes through their mind and make it, God will, will be able to anoint in that visual so people will get that message that it needs to be infused in that person. Yeah. And I think that's the way visuals is, right? The same thing visuals in the world can manipulate the way you buy things. Visual can manipulate you to hear some things. Visual, you know, like make you feel a certain way when you walk in a room that is all particular color that make you shop for more or make you feel sad or make you feel this kind of feeling. I think those elements, we can use it in benefit of a creative. That's right. So we can influence people to feel already God. That's so it's right. like a halfway battle. So when they already picking an art, the message behind it, they're like, oh, man, that's what it is. Yeah. Yep. You know? Yeah. And I, I think that's how I, I see it through this whole uh, pandemic. You know, it's enough bad news. It's enough negativity. It's enough no's. Yeah. It's enough, like... Um, you know, poverty is enough like parents trying to break their heads. How are they going to make to the month? That's right. Is enough of that. I think it's, it's too much of that. And what we are is just a little to make a difference. Yeah. And Tiago making 1% of the difference and so-and-so get at the second percent of difference. If we all do our part, it's 100% of the difference in these people's life. 100%, so man. 100%. So I, so I think that what causes the difference, you know? We together are better. Like, you yeah. know, like uh, I'm just one little brick in a mix of this major wall. Yeah. You know, yeah. so or this big cathedral. Right. So as us, I think uh, me thinking that I can change a little, you know, that is good enough. Yeah. That is perfect. And I think that's what I'm doing with the art. If I can change somebody's morning, you know, just saying like, man, Tiago, I needed to to see this art i needed to feel this art i needed to have that comment that you put in the art that would, would completely change my day yeah you know yeah. and i'll give you perfect examples like you know i had a lot of tests like you know like it's funny because i base myself on that journey because sometimes i have my down days you know i have my days that i feel I need that lift as well. Oh, for sure, and, man. For sure. And when I hear another creative telling me, yo, Tiago, I create this because you did this and like brought me to do this. I'm super inspired. Look at this. And I look the guy's art. I'll be like, man, I need this boost because yeah. I need this art that you showed to me. So you change my mind to say, you know what? You're right. Or even like a song, you know, a, a, a rapper or a musician, you know, a composition of, of uh, some type of art, you know, a yeah. dance, you know, a, a word, uh, a poetry. I feel all arts, you know, I think that's what the whole thing of the art cannot stop because we can't change it. The mindsets of a lot of people. Yeah, absolutely. That they need, you know? Yeah, no, for sure. It's, you know, the it's a big thing to lift, uh, you know, the Lord lift our spirits up and, and keep us going. I, I totally can relate to what you're saying. There's uh, more days and I'd like to to recount where, you know, you just feel down and out. And that's oftentimes where, you know, Satan will just kick you. He, he doesn't fight fair. He kicks you when you're down. And it's cool when you get those those tidbits of encouragement saying, wow, I actually 
you know, what what the Lord has entrusted me to do is actually making a difference in someone's life. And it encourages it encourages you to keep going and to keep pursuing and better your craft. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. Listen, man, I, I know you have you've been super super generous with your time and uh, i mean we could keep going for a long long time we'll have to touch basis again um you know i like to 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 tell people that uh we'll we'll talk again some some other times there's just too much information to fit in to uh, you know to to one interview but before i let you go before i let you go i want i want to make sure that um you know, we bring it in for a landing. So with all of this crazy uncertainty that's going on, right? There's a lot of people out there that are hurting. Uh, we just kind of went over that, right? They're, they're, yeah. They need hope. They're, they don't know where the next paycheck's going to come from. Uh, they're having a hard time putting food on the table, right? Um, yeah. Why don't you just, if you can, why don't you give them some biblical or just some encouragement you know what i mean say uh that that you can you can share from your heart yeah definitely i feel um you know like we all in this together yeah you know like we in a different way or another we all in this together i know we're gonna go through it because god's word is never in vain god's word never fill us god's word is the one that still standing mm-hmm. you know he not only he give you a spirit of like you know like uh he didn't give you a fear of spirit like a fear yeah spirit of fear but he gave you a sound mind you know he give you power he give you strength he give you wisdom he give you knowledge and strategy i feel that what i've been telling a lot of people is the fact of i pray for us that god will reveal him now in a strategic way yeah that will re- renew our mind Right. To put his thoughts now in our minds to give us the strategy that we needed so we can go through the storm. God never promised that you're not going to go through the storm, that you're going to go through it. But he's always next to us with it. He's always there for us. He's always fighting with us and he's never going to forsake. He's not going to leave us. So because that we're going through all this madness, but God is in control of it. He knows what you need. He knows what you you are capable of, and he knows he's gonna continue blessing us. Amen. He gave us a promise, and he's not gonna fail it. That's right. It's not now that he's gonna fail it. So he's always with us, and I think like God is for us, not against us. That's right. If God is for and us, who for, can be against us, right? Never. Yeah. And I think uh, uh, it, it, we are more than a conquerors. So I and, don't. I don't ever want to to. To close um, an interview out without giving the opportunity for whoever might be listening uh, to um, ask Jesus Christ to be their Lord and Savior. Uh, Let's go. So would you mind leading us in a prayer? If somebody wants that hope that you and I have, if somebody wants to have the forgiveness of their sins and enter into a right relationship with Jesus Christ— why don't you lead us in a prayer, man? Yeah, definitely. Um, Heavenly Father, God, we together, you know, like at this moment right now, uh, I need to to find you. I need to have your real encounter with you, God. Mm-hmm. And I know, Jesus, you're always there. And I'm ready, God. 
I'm ready for this particular moment. That your word said, God, that I, as soon as that I can receive you, that I, I believe that one day you die on a cross for me, that I'll be saved. Yeah. All my sins are washed away, and I will grant it heaven because you the access that I needed, God. Mm. And I believe it, Jesus, that you die on a cross for my sins, that you die for me. You die for this day that we're living right now, this moment that we're facing it, God. Right now, I give all my sins in your hands. I give completely my life in your hands, Jesus. And then I want to be in heaven with you, Jesus. Yeah, and I want to encounter you, Jesus. And I'm going to have it now, a new life. You're going to put your spirit in me, God. You're going to speak life through me right now, God. Mm -hmm. And with this journey, you have my journey now, God. You will fight for us, God. You are for us. And in the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, thank you, thank you, dude. If, if any of you guys have prayed that, uh, we, we'd really like to hear and so that we can lift you up in prayer. Um, Tiago, dude, I can't thank you enough, man, for the time no, that, man, thank you. that that you gave. And, um, you know, until next time, dude, keep on painting. Until next time, brother. Yeah, dude. Uh, God bless you, dude. And, you uh, too, man. You know, again, thank, thank you, you so thank much you. for this, man. Pablo, thank you so much for this. No, thank you so this much. This opportunity, man, to share it. Love you, brother. All Take right, care, love man. you too, dude.